As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Brad Fittler has just named his team for Game 1. It is a 19-man squad, so he's named an 18th man and a 19th man. Remains to be seen if both of those guys will miss uh, their game this weekend. Have a look at them now. Obviously, uh, the 18th man, we'll talk about him in a, in a minute, Api Curacao. He has got a game this weekend. It's interesting to see what happens there. Campbell Graham, I believe, he's got the bye. But... Let's dive into Brad Fittler's team that he has selected. There's been a couple of weeks here of speculation over who Freddie was going to select, and I think it's a pretty good team all round. A couple of question marks for me, but we'll go through those. James Tedesco has been named at fullback on the wings from the Penrith Panthers, making his State of Origin debut, Brian To'o. On the other wing, we've got Josh Adokar. In the centres, as expected, Tom Travojevic and Latrell Mitchell from the South Sydney Rabbitohs, an origin week recall for Latrell, very well-deserved. The 6-7, and seven, Freddie's gone the way of the Mountain Men, the Penrith Panthers, Nathan Cleary at 7, and Jerome Luai, another state of origin debutant there, Jerome Luai. Up front, Daniel Saifidi and Jake Javojevic from the Manly Seagulls. Damian Cook remains in the 9 jersey. On the edges, and this is where I'm a little bit surprised, Cameron Murray and Tarek Sims with Isaiah Yo locking the scrum. I think Isaiah Yo is a really good pick there. 14, Jack Whiten from the Canberra Raiders. 15, Junior Paulo from the Paramount Eels. 16, Payne Haas from the Brisbane Broncos. And 17, a guy we've been talking about for a while, Liam Martin from the Penrith Panthers. Sensational to see him there. Jersey number 18 is, of course, Abby Curacao, as we mentioned before. Interesting they've gone with Appy, a guy that you could play at nine, but obviously you could potentially play him at seven as well. He could cover a few spots, but a really interesting pick there. Might be a little uh, little warning call to Damien Cook to win, that they need to see better out of him than what they have over the last few weeks. An interesting pick. And number 19, Campbell Graham, uh, a guy that I've been talking about for a long time. I said halfway through last year that I thought he could play State of Origin very soon and got a lot of backlash from it. Turns out Freddie last year offered Campbell Graham a spot in their squad for the end of the season and because of injury he had to pull out. So fantastic to see Campbell Graham there. I think he's the sort of body that would be fantastic in our game. Now from the top, James Tedesco, uh, obviously for, for me a top player in our game. Still the best fullback in our game. It's been a mixed few weeks. There's probably better 
athletes that are playing the fullback position like Tom Trebojevic, but James Tedesco for me had to be the one. He was the captain of this side last year. Having a look at now, I think he will remain as a skipper this year. Teddy picks himself. On the wings, Josh Adokar. He was unbelievable last season. His series was crazy. Uh, he moved to the right wing. Interesting to see what they do here. Personally, I would be keeping Josh Adokar outside Latrell Mitchell, but we'll see how it plays out there. Brian Toto, the debutante, obviously this season he has been unbelievable. The stats he's been putting up have been incredible. Queensland, I don't think they'll be too upset about this one. Obviously, he's hard to handle coming out of his own end. He's a fantastic finisher, but the Blues, they will be giving away a decent height advantage here, depending on how they line up, which wing he's on. We've seen him previously. Essentially, the only time he has struggled this year is when he went up against Xavier Coates, who, if it plays out the way we're expecting to, there's a really good chance he'll be going head-to-head with Xavier Coates in this game. So a battle in the air. It will be a huge test for Brian to all there. Uh, but fantastic to see him make his debut. He's a real colourful character. He's been fantastic for our game over the last 18 months or so. Very exciting to him. Congratulations to Brian to all. In the centres, Latrell Mitchell recall there. Fantastic to see him back in this side. Uh, I said the other day on my Q&A on my Instagram story that I still think he's the most damaging centre in our game and I stand by that. Really excited to see him enter into this arena again. He's been going unbelievably for South Sydney, obviously coming off his suspension, but some of the touches he had the other night, they were unreal. Uh, Wasn't great against the Penrith Panthers a couple of weeks ago, but no one was in that side. But Latrell Mitchell, I think this is fantastic. This will really free him up at centre. Excited to see him back there. Tommy Turbo uh, had a quiet afternoon today for the Manly Seagulls, but simply too good to leave out of this side. Probably the most damaging player in the competition, as we've seen over the last few weeks, has taken his team from absolute zero to a real premiership threat this year, despite their loss to Newcastle this afternoon. Tommy Turbo, I think you'll see him in a very similar role to what we've seen him over the last few years. He'll be allowed to roam. He'll just be allowed to go and play footy. So very exciting for Tommy Turbo there. And Luai at six potentially helped him get this jersey to be partnered with Nathan Cleary. Obviously, their combo at club level, I think they've lost two two games in 18 months, which is simply incredible. And Jerome Luai, he has been sensational. Really excited to see him on this left edge. Obviously, he'll have Latrell Mitchell out there, potentially Josh Adekar or Brian Toe, depending on how they go, but really excited to see him with Latrell Mitchell. Obviously, James Tedesco floating out the back as well. Uh, Dylan Edwards is a great player, but no doubt James Tedesco, that's a step up. Uh, it'll be interesting for him, because it's going to... Having James Tedesco there, they don't tend to use Dylan Edwards all that much down that left edge. It seems to be very Jerome Luai-orientated the way that he links up with Viliami Kikau and the way that he links up with Matty Burton. So very excited to see him, how he goes with Latrell Mitchell and James Tedesco. That is going to be one hell of an exciting edge. Very excited to see that play out. Nathan Cleary's been unreal this year. Looks like he could hang up the boots now and still win the Dally M. He's been very impressive and Whilst he hasn't owned the big stages yet, we've spoken about this a lot, I don't think he's far off doing it. He's too talented not to. So very excited for Nathan Cleary. Fantastic to see him partnered up with Jerome Luai. Obviously a number of, pan- number of Panthers in this side. And the other big one we'll talk about soon, Isaiah Yo in the 13. This will really help these two boys as well. Happy Curacao is a little wild card there in Jersey 18 as well. Okay, up front, Daniel Saifid, I think he's been fantastic for Newcastle. Scored the match winner or the match sealer this afternoon for them. He's been going fantastic the last uh, two or three years. I remember when, when Freddie picked him and everyone laughed, everyone giggled, and everyone gave him shit, and everyone was bagging Daniel Saifid. He came out and played really well and has done really well since. He's one of the premier front rowers in our game since then. So excited for Saifid. Good to see him back there. Uh, obviously, whatever's going on between Freddie and David Clemmer, that hasn't been sorted out. So Daniel Saifid, sensational to see him there. Jake Travojevic up front. A guy that I probably would have had on the bench, to be honest with you. I think this is an interesting pick. I wouldn't be shocked to see a late change here uh, just before kickoff next Wednesday. So keep an eye on that. But Jake Travojevic, obviously one of the best leaders in our game. 
his hands, um, his hit-ups. He's, he's just a fantastic player, Jake Trevojevic. Definitely deserves his spot here. I would have had him on the bench, but I understand what Freddie's doing here. Now, this is where it gets interesting for me. Two edge players. Uh, I'll start with Cam Murray. I think he's an out-and-out 13. I don't think he's as effective on the edge. I think he's a brilliant footballer. Um, and it's interesting. You've obviously got Liam Martin on the bench. So I would expect when Liam Martin does enter the contest, you will see uh, Cameron Murray move into the middle. But I think it's a really interesting pick. I know you had to fit Isaiah Yo in there somewhere. But personally, I probably would have gone for a Ryan Madison or someone like that. But it's not Cameron Murray I have the big issue with. It. It's Tariq Sims. I really don't understand this one. I know that... Freddie and Joey, they've always had a big thing for Tariq Sims, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm just not seeing it, but this is a guy that I I honestly didn't really even consider him when I was throwing together my teams a few weeks ago. I think there's a lot of guys that offer a lot more than him. He's a good footballer, he's solid. The amount of charge downs and everything he's come up with this year, he has produced big plays, no doubt about it. Maybe he's one of those guys you have to play with to understand what Tariq Sims brings, but he's not a guy that I would have had in my top 25, to be honest with you. So to see him get a starting spot there, obviously a lot of guys are missing. Uh, You've got guys like Angus Crichton out and whatnot. So, you know, a few dominoes have fallen for Tariq Sims to come in. He has been there before. He's played well previously. Once again, I don't think he's been outstanding, though. So a really interesting pick there. But Freddie, this is what he tends to do. He tends to go with a few wild cards and... Um, you know, he lived by the sword, you die by the sword as well. So interesting to see how this one plays out for Freddie. Not a pick that I would have gone for, though, Tariq Sims. Jersey 13, Isaiah Yo, uh, a guy that I've been spoken about for a while. You're, you all know how much of a big fan I am about Radley, uh, but I still would have had Isaiah Yo as my 13. I said this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Radley has since been suspended, which has made that decision easy for him. But I think Isaiah Yo. He's been playing really well the last 18 months, especially with those halves. This will just make life a whole lot easier. He's a reliable guy. He's got really good hands, really underrated little ball player, Isaiah Yo. Not so much a ball player as in try assists and whatnot, but he just moves the ball around. He gets him to the right spots. He's got very good pass selection as well, which matters in at state of origin level. Fast feed is too. Leg speed is sensational. So to, uh, Isaiah Yo really like this pick at 13. Jersey 14, I thought was very interesting. Jack Whiten having a bit of a grim season down there for the Canberra Raiders. A guy that I thought was going to be the unlucky one, but we know how much Freddie lo- loves this guy. And the other thing about Jack White, I mentioned it before, talking about Campbell Graham, big bodies in origin, they really do matter. And Jack White, and he is going to be a scary prospect coming onto the field at some point. I, I find it interesting. Obviously, Ryan Pappenhausen not in this 19, which is fair enough. He hasn't played the last few weeks. Uh, but I wonder if Pappy was fit whether Freddie would have gone for him or if he would have stuck with Jack White. And, um, as much as I would have gone for Pappy, good God, it was hard leaving Jack White out of my side. So I wouldn't be shocked if he did stick with him. I think Whiten's role will be really interesting in this game. I mean, I think he'll sort of come on and just play a bit of a roaming role in, in Jersey 13. That's if there's no injuries or whatsoever. Uh, but I think it'll be really interesting to see how they play this. I think this origin is going to be so quick and so fast this year that a guy like him, he could really cause havoc. He'll just be told to run first, pass second. That's when Jack Whiten's playing his best footy. So excited to see how Freddie uses him. Um, I think Jack Whiten, maybe the change of environment, it might be fantastic for him. Hasn't been great down there in Canberra recently. So excited to see how he goes. Uh, a guy that I I probably would have gone with Pappy if he was fit. Uh, but Jack Whiten probably would have been my next 14 along with Cody Walker. So interesting there. Uh, the two... 
The two front rowers on the bench, Junior Paulo and Payne Haas, I think these two would have been my starting front rowers. Definitely one of them would have been. I think I would have started with Junior Paulo, but this is going to bring fantastic impact. If Saifidi and Travojevic can just hold their own, uh, which they're well and truly capable of, when you bring these two onto the field, wow, it is going to be damaging. Uh, two guys that we know can play 60-plus minutes. We know Payne Haas, he can play 80 minutes at club level whenever he wants, so you're probably only going to see them for 40, 45 minutes, and we'll be hoping for huge impact. Obviously, uh, Payne Haas has a brilliant offload. So does Junior Paulo, but Payne Haas, his offload will be extremely damaging. Junior Paulo, offload will be as well, but it's also his ball handling. We've obviously spoken about him for a long time, being sort of a halfback stuck in a front rower's body. So I think he's going to bring a lot of ball movement. As I said, I think it's going to be hard. It's going to be fast. And these big guys, they're going to be fantastic getting the Blues over the advantage line, whether it be just with hit-ups or, or with their short, selective passing game. I think it's going to be very exciting to watch. The last man, Liam Martin. He's sort of come from the skies a little bit. A guy that I've been a huge fan of. I think I posted about him in the preseason last year saying that this guy, he's going to play for Origin soon. I probably didn't expect it to be this year, and there's probably a couple of injuries that allowed him to play Origin. But this is the way it goes sometimes, yeah. Some of the best guys ever, they've got in because of injury, and then they prove that they are Origin players, so they hold on to their spot. So very excited to see how Liam Mard goes. He is a tough little hombre. He'll probably come in on that right edge. He's already got a fantastic connection with Nathan Cleary as well. This is a guy that I think is going to fit straight into the Origin arena. I think he's going to be there for a long time. I wouldn't be surprised if he holds on to these spots when a lot of these guys come back. I think that you could see, potentially when Angus Crichton comes back, you could see Tarek Sims drop out of this side. Angus comes straight in. And the assumption is that then Tarek Sims would go to the bench. I'm not sure if he will, to be honest with you. I think Liam Martin will be the perfect little Jersey 17 there, especially with the bench they've picked. I really do like this side. As always, there's a number of guys that I would consider pretty unlucky not to make this side. Obviously, Origin teams, they're, they're very difficult to make. So a lot of good guys are going to miss out. A couple of guys that I think have been pretty unlucky. The first one is Tyson Frizzell. Now, he's obviously missed this side. I thought he'd be an automatic. He did come off with an injury this afternoon in that game. I haven't heard an injury report on him. So potentially, injury has ruled him out of that one. Uh, but Tyson Frizzell, he's a guy that would have been one of the first ones I picked in this team. Definitely over Tariq Sims, no doubt about it. And as an edge player, I would have picked him over Cam Murray as well. So interesting, he's missed out, potentially down to injury. If so, makes complete sense. Another guy is Cody Walker. Obviously, the incumbent last year. Um, hasn't had a fantastic start to the season, but has been moved around a little bit to fullback and whatnot. Uh, still a guy that I thought would be right up there. I think that the 5-8 role of Jerome Lewis has definitely been helped uh, by his combination with the halfback, Nathan Cleary, uh, which is completely fair enough. They've been playing unbelievable footy together. Cody Walker, uh, I think he's been a little bit unlucky here. Obviously, it was going to be him or Jack White, and one of them was probably going to miss. Um, and if Ryan Pappenhausen was fit, it could have potentially been both of them. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Um, 
Uh, but obviously, he's gone with Jack White. A bit of a stronger body, slightly better running game. I think Jack White, and especially if you have to play him just through the center third as sort of a roaming sort of player, I think he probably offers a little bit more uh, than what Cody Walker would. But Walker, he's just got that X factor that you can't compete with. So I do feel very sorry for Cody Walker. He's been unlucky. David Clemmer's another one that we mentioned, but I think he's been playing great this year, going real good. Went good for Newcastle yesterday as well. So probably a guy that is unlucky, but seems to be a bit of a personality clash between him and Freddie. Uh, Nathan Brown, another one of the Parramatta Eels. I believe he's under a uh, suspension cloud, so maybe that might play a role in it. But I thought Nathan Brown was great in origin last year. I thought when Radley went down, he'd be the perfect sort of guy to come off the bench. I really like the Liam Martin move, though. And you bring a lot of point of difference onto the field once you bring Junior Paulo as well. So that's probably he's probably going to look for him to play a bit of that ball-playing role that you would see Nathan Brown do traditionally at the Parramatta Eels. Uh, Clint Gutherson, speaking of the Parramatta Eels, another guy probably unlucky not to be there. A guy that I wouldn't have picked last year, but I thought he was going to be a real chance at Jersey 14. I think Jack Whiten has pipped him as well over Cody Walker. Same sort of situation, obviously, Jack Whiten with a Clive Churchill medal, a Dalian medal over the last two years, proven to deliver on the big stage as previously has done a job for Freddie before wasn't fantastic last year uh, but I think in this role it'll be very, very simple for him. I think Jackie probably had a bit of trouble going back to centre last year. I think this will be a real simplified role that will really suit Jack White. And, uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, another one that could have been this 14 jersey that's probably a little bit unlucky. More so timing than anything uh, with him. Obviously, Pappy's been injured the last few weeks, so unlucky there for Papp. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. I'd love to see what would have happened if Pappy was fit. Who would wear jersey 14? I'd love to get an insight into that. be interesting if he's available for game two and the Blues win. Obviously, I can't see them changing a winning side, but if they lose game one and Pappy is available, very keen to see what plays out there. Another guy, Daniel Tupu, a guy that's been sensational for the Roosters for five-odd years now. Obviously got that huge height, fantastic jump, just consistent as all hell. Obviously has previously had a combination with Latrell Mitchell. They won two premierships together out on that left edge for the Roosters. So I'm sure he would have come into consideration. Had a good game for the Roosters on the weekend as well. So another one that I would definitely consider unlucky not to be in this side. And the last guy I've got written down is uh, Jaden Braley. Now, he's been sensational for the Newcastle Knights this year, potentially the most improved player in the competition. And whilst I didn't expect him to get the starting role, now that I've seen that Api Curacao is in the 19, I think he's jersey 18, so you would think he'll go into camp for the week. I think Jaden Braley probably has been unlucky there. He's a guy that I think could have warranted being in this team. Uh, unlucky for him. This is the way that these origin teams go sometimes, unfortunately. Uh, but, yeah, considering Api Curacao is in there, if you told me that one of these guys would be there, I would have gone Jaden Braley on form, but at the at the same time, I do understand where what Freddie's thinking here. Obviously, he's got that connection between all the Penrith Panther boys. If something was to happen to Damien Cook, maybe Cook's under a bit of a cloud. I'm not sure. I just think this Jay, this Abby Curacao pick is a little bit out of the out of the box. I don't know. It just doesn't. I just didn't expect it to happen. Uh, there's been rumours about it for a couple of weeks, but a lot of the a lot of the times these things don't come true. I mean, we heard it. You know, two or three o'clock today that Liam Martin was next to no hope to be picked. He's now been named in the 17, not only in the squad, in the 17. Uh, so very, very interesting. Uh, j- just jumping back to Daniel Tupu as well. Like, he's a guy that I thought potentially could have got in over Brian to- oh, just because of his height advantage. To also see Campbell Graham in the mix as well. Obviously, Campbell Graham, he can play center or wing, a guy that I've been talking about for a long time. But once again, Daniel Tupu, he's been there. He's played well before. I think he has been pretty unlucky here. I thought Freddie was a big fan of him. But Brian Toe, he's been playing great. And Campbell Graham, he can probably cover more positions. I do like this side by the Blues. It is just those edge back rowers I'm not really convinced on. Tariq Sims, I don't think he's the best option. And... 
Cam Murray, I don't think you've picked him in his best position either. I think he would be much better through the centre third. But said before, once Liam Martin does enter the contest, I do think you will see Cam Murray go to the centre third. So I understand that little combo there. Very interesting to see how the wingers go. I want to see which side Freddie's going to pick them on. I think that's going to decide... Uh, a lot of tactics for Queensland. I wouldn't be shocked if maybe we don't know until game night, to be honest with you. They're two guys that, obviously, we've seen Josh Adokari. He's been the best left winger in the game for a long time. I've considered him the best left winger in our game for quite some time. Obviously, Brett Morris has been an unbelievable winger as well. But Josh Adokar, he's just been sensational the last few years. And in origin last year, we saw him shift to the right side. And I, I thought he was unreal. I thought defensively, he was fantastic. Obviously, ball in hand, he's always been unbelievable. But I thought defensively last year, he was unbelievable. He's a guy that I probably thought he was New South Wales' best player throughout the whole series. I know a lot of people said to me, I, I definitely know a lot of people said to me last year that Oh, it doesn't matter what wing you play on. It's just wing. It's easy. You just switch sides. Nothing changes. For me, I think that's absolute bullshit. I think it's really hard to completely swap sides. I think it changes everything. Um, and I thought he did a fantastic job last year. And obviously, we've seen Brian... To- oh, he was playing He's playing on the left side this year, outside uh, Jerome Luai and Matty Burton and Viliami Kikau. But last year, we saw him over on the right side. So he is a guy that has shown that he can play either side as well. For me, the way I look at it, I would be going with Josh Adokar on the left because of his connection with Josh Adokar, because of his connection with Latrell Mitchell. Uh, these are two Indigenous boys that are very close to each other. They both got very similar flair, and I just think they'd be sensational together. Then on the other side, you'd have Tommy Turbo and Brian To'o. And also, just to help Brian To'o there, you know, if he does end up in an aerial contest, you could do a little swap between him and Turbo on fourth and fifth tackle. There's a couple of ways that you could overcome the weaknesses that you have put out there if you do it that way. But obviously, Brian To'o making his debut, he's been left. He's been getting used to the left wing all season, so it would be easier for him to probably make his debut out there. He'll obviously have Jerome Luai out there as well. So a couple of options and a couple of decisions for Freddie to make. I have no doubt whatsoever Josh Adokar, he will feel comfortable enough to play on either wing, and I know he will do a sensational job. But interesting to see what he does with Brian To'o here. The last guy I'm going to touch on that I think has been unlucky and I think he's had a sensational season so far. He's obviously signed with the Canterbury Bulldogs. He's been in the news for a long time. It is, of course, Matty Burton. And I've been a huge fan of this kid for quite some time. I did think he was going to be in the squad somewhere. I didn't necessarily think he'd be in the 17. But he's a guy that I would have thought would have been 18th or 19th man. Probably over Appy Curacao and over Campbell Graham. Uh, but... Now, he obviously doesn't have a heap of runs on the board. He's very young. He hasn't played a heap of footy so far. So I do understand the move from Freddie, but I think he has been unlucky because he's shown that he can play a number of positions. He can play well in a number of positions, and he's already got the combination with the two halves as well and with Isaiah Yo in there as well. So I think he has been unlucky, but that's sort of my list of guys that I think have been unlucky. Cody Walker, Tyson Brazell, David Clemmer, Nathan Brown, Clint Gutherson, Ryan Pappenhausen, Daniel Tupu, Jaden Braley, and of course, our mate from the Penrith. Panthers, Matty Burton. Congratulations to the debutants, Liam Martin. He's one I'm super excited for. Brian Toe, he has worked very hard this year. He's played some sensational footy, so good to see him get in there. Jerome Luai, he has been unreal as well. So very excited to see these guys go around. Probably the thing I'm most excited about, though, is seeing Latrell Mitchell back in the Origin Arena. Always been a big Latrell fan. I think he's the most damaging left centre in our game 
still today, even though he hasn't played there in 18 months or whatever it might be, I still think he's the most damaging left centre, and I'm expecting a really big game from him. He loves the big arena. Big arena. I think he's going to own it once again. Very excited for this one. I am going to tip the Blues to win game one, to be honest with you. Obviously, we're not sure where it's going to be played. We're hearing that it could be moved to North Queensland, which, which, which does play against them without a doubt. But I like this side he's picked. I'm not too sure about the edge back rowers, but the Queensland Maroons, they are missing a number of star troops, or have at least got star troops uh, with question marks around them so they'll be naming their side tomorrow so stay tuned for that we'll do a live reaction of that as well